0: You believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters, and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting.
1: It's fascinating to see how there are people that have been in completely different careers and halfway through their working life have found what really makes them happy. And none of them say, oh I wish I had never had those first 20 years in that other job
0: hey bright lights welcome back to architecting I'm really excited today to have as my guest Kate Cericello who is a New York City based performer and fitness professional she also has a show called be the good with Kate And that show highlights journeys to finding passion and really evolving and making a difference through that work. So welcome, Kate.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Angela. And thank you for that nice intro as well.
0: I always like to start off by sharing the journey of how did you get from where you might've thought you would be when you were in college to what you're doing now?
1: You know, I've always wanted to be a performer as far back as I can remember. And so that part has definitely stayed. But everything surrounding that, you know, of course, has shifted so much, and we can make the best of plans. And then when you're actually out in the world, it changes and evolves for sure. So, uh, how it has changed? Well, I definitely thought that by 22, I'd be in a Broadway show, good to go. 10 years after that, we'd be in TV film and it's just not how the journey was set up. And I've been so grateful for all the opportunities along the way, but it really has been a mix of performing on stage, traveling with different shows. I performed a lot with the USO for military families and with different Broadway review shows and then finding this love of working on camera that I just had no experience of prior to being here in New York City. And I just love that aspect of things too, which opened up doors to being in different TV shows and doing commercials and industrials. And then once the pandemic hit, when everything shut down, Realizing this need for the good news that is still happening around us because we've been so pulled down by all the negative news and it just everything felt heavy. So I started Be the Good with Kate as a way to both keep me on camera and keep those quote unquote muscles going, but also as a way to hear the stories of the people who are making a difference in the world in a positive way. And now it's episode eighty something by the time this comes out. And I'm still been grateful to get to be a performer. On stage and screen along the way as well. And then, yes, the fitness side of my life has been an unexpected blessing. I never saw myself working in a gym back in the day. I remember in high school, first time I ever set foot in a gym, I was about senior year. And okay, this this is a nice environment. It just, it was something so new to me. And then in college, I actually got certified to teach. And then it grew from there. And now I work in Fortune 500 companies and do workshops well across the world, thanks to technology. And a lot of actors have that. People like to refer to things like a fallback career or That other job you have to go to. And I've been so grateful to get to have this wonderful, like, split life, so to speak, of loving the performing world, but also loving the fitness side of things and motivating clients along the way.
0: I love that you are doing these multiple different paths at the same time I always love exploring this with people because sometimes we feel like well this is what I was trained to do or educated to do so this is what I do yet it isn't always enough to just do that one path, even if you love it and don't want to leave it. And I know that's something I do with architecting, right? Like, Why am I doing a podcast? Why am I doing all this other stuff? Why am I doing career coaching when I'm already working full-time as an architect and having a successful career that way? So I'd love to hear your take on that.
1: Thanks. You know, there are so many moments when I'm like, wow, God didn't want me to do one thing, apparently, because I have multiple passions and I have tried multiple times over the years to be like, well, what if I take out, you know, fill in the blank of one of the, the channels kind of that I am in? And it's just either something immediately pulls me back into it or I realize that, no, I still feel so fulfilled by this path. So it it is just this acceptance of, okay, my life is not going to be, I have a nine to five job where I know what it is every day and I can plan out a vacation a year in advance and things like that. It's just not that world. It's okay. Today is, you know, there's something at seven and something at noon and something at three. And in between I'm doing a different job on the computer. And then when can we fill in to fit in health coaching calls with clients? So it is that juggle, but. Again, as much as sometimes that can drive me crazy and I yearn for that idea of, of a set schedule, I know that if I had the more typical, the more job, job that people kind of think of when you hear full-time job, that it just wouldn't be fulfilling to me. Um, and, but it definitely performing that aspect of things on camera, on stage, whatever it is, it definitely just fuels me like nothing else.
0: When you're doing kind of a multifaceted path, I think there's always your primary path, but the other things really are outlets that help you bring a different perspective to the primary path.
1: That is so on point. And I've said that a lot with fitness and teaching and training clients it absolutely feeds being an actor and being an actor absolutely feeds that because if you think about an instructor or any kind of teacher or a lawyer anyone who has to stand up and give presentations or interact with clients you know you mentioned that you have coaching clients there is that element of you are a performer like you can be having a horrible day but you have to show up to your clients as You're having the best day because you are there for them. You're not there for yourself. And that's absolutely that acting world too. Like, yes, we bring ourselves to it, but we have to show up and be on our A game even when we've had two hours of sleep or when we've been doing it For 12 hours straight or you know whatever the situation is so those two things absolutely feed each other and then the added bonus with fitness is it keeps you in shape which is a nice side uh side bonus for sure
0: (laughs) i think you do get inspiration when you diversify yourself because you bring a different point of view that you don't get when you're just stuck in the weeds and when you're in a creative profession that's part of the challenge is not to just do what you know works.
1: And that's easy to fall into because it does feel more, I don't know if secure is the right word because really it feels like nothing is secure, but it just, like you mentioned, getting out of your comfort zone and it is so much easier just to stay in that comfort zone. But then if you have that yearning for something more a specific goal, then you're not going to get there unless you step out of it. You mentioned something that I had written down when I first discovered architecting was unapologetic advocate for yourself and others. I think that all ties in and, and I love that idea of just like, No one, especially in a creative field, when maybe you don't have the traditional boss or hierarchy structure, you have to be your own boss because someone's not going to come tell you, hey, you should be doing this, or I see potential for you to do that. You might not have that person. And so we need to be that advocate for ourselves and to remind ourselves and take the time to sit with okay, wait, what are my goals? Am I stepping forward? Am I moving the needle or am I just checking some boxes to get things done for the day? And it's an easy trap. I fall into it many times. And then I have a day when I get to go back and look at goals I wrote down last year. I'm like, okay, where am I with regard to that? What can I be doing to again, move that needle?
0: That's so important that you push yourself to continually evolve, but that it's also aligned with your passion. A lot of times, you know, I will talk to somebody and they know what they don't want, but they don't know what they do want. So they try to just copycat what they see somebody who's successful doing instead of forging their own path. What do you say to that person that just doesn't believe they can make a difference just doing what lights them up?
1: What you just asked me is like a variation on a question I've been asking all my guests on Be The Good With Kate. And every answer comes back to that idea of starting with yourself. Even when people don't say it in so many words, it really does come to that. The crux of it is what does light you up? And we don't always know that right away. And it doesn't have to be anything that seems grandiose but it's that one step forward or that one person that you can change. And if you consistently show up with that seemingly small step or that seemingly small action that grows and grows and grows, you know, none of us are on the exact same path. We thought we were going to be on from college. And again, that's talk about a trend that's in everyone I've talked to with, with the podcast. And it's fascinating to see how there are people that have been in completely different careers and halfway through their working life have found what really makes them happy. And none of them say, oh, I wish I had never had those first 20 years in that other job. Like, no, because it all feeds us and it all helps us grow. And we learn from every step along that path. So whether you know what you want to do to make a difference in this moment, or it's going to take a long time, or an example I love to give is one man I spoke with, he was in jail for a decade and he had been going down that total like wrong path, so to speak. And he had a complete life change. And now he's an entrepreneur and he is working to change the prison narrative and throwing all of his energy and how can I help other people get out of that cycle of getting to jail, you know, and the downward spiral. So that was a very long answer to your question, but it's a, it's a question that certainly lights me up.
0: That is so important because it's a cumulative effort and Some people may get lucky and be really successful at 25, but there's so many examples of people who didn't really hit their stride until they were in their 60s, 70s but they couldn't have done what they did if they hadn't had the years before that. So there is no such thing as failure. It's all this accumulation to ultimately be the expression of who you were meant to be. And sometimes those late bloomers have a bigger
1: impact
0: than the people that were successful early on.
1: Absolutely, and there's that well-rounded life aspect, right, of of getting all those different experiences whether it's different industries or just different people you interact with, and it all builds upon each other.
0: And nothing is ever wasted. And I think that's important. A lot of times it can feel really scary to fail, or we compare ourselves to other people and we feel like we're not as good. They're doing whatever, and we're still here doing whatever we're doing. What, would you say people need to do when they, when they start to feel that kind of inadequacy? I mean, sure, you can say it's a cumulative process, but you also have to be willing to take action. So mm-hmm. how do we start taking action so that we're moving towards where we're meant to go?
1: Every person's so different with that. But something that I always come back to I use it usually with my fitness clients, but it really crosses over to anything in life. Do you know James Clear, Atomic Habits, Mm -hmm. that bestselling book, right? So I absolutely love just how he words things and his perspectives. And something that he stresses a lot is to create the habit or to create that change, you just need to start so small, but be consistent with it. So an example is if working out or losing 50 pounds or whatever that fitness related health goal is, sounds absolutely overwhelming. Know that you don't need to get out of bed today and go to the gym for an hour. And that's going to be your life now for the next five years in order to accomplish your goals. It's, can I today do one minute of marching in place, or can I do 10 squats? And then can I do 10 squats every day? Or can I do a two minute walk every day? And if I can accomplish those one or two minutes each day, eventually those two minutes, I can easily then add a third minute or a fourth minute and it grows slowly. And it's when we try to do everything at once that we aren't able to progress. So I know that's one tangible idea that I always go back to. It's that it doesn't all have changed today because, and it can all change today, right? I mean, unless maybe you get the call for Broadway for my profession or something like that, but there's still a whole process. And to continue with the performing side, people talk about, oh, this overnight success. I never saw this person before. But then you look at their IMDB page or you read about them or talk to them and you hear, oh no, for the last decade, they've been showing up and trying to get seen and having little roles, but you didn't see them because these are the building blocks until you finally get to see them. So here's just a couple examples
0: that you said that I did a whole episode on this idea of luck and that people uh, often they see the success, but they don't see the behind the scenes. Yes and the hard work and the commitment to show up every day and to challenge yourself that is behind that big win that somebody has.
1: Yes, and uh, to go with that, as like a I don't know if you'd call it a side note, but it's I think this is important too. Is we also don't know what's behind the scenes right now in that person that is the quote unquote success. You know, they might look like oh, you have this amazing job or Instagram makes you look amazing, but maybe their life is falling apart inside. Maybe they just lost someone who's dear to them. Maybe they have a mental health issue. Like there's so much behind the scenes that we don't know. So I think that is also helpful to remind ourselves is that, okay, this person looks like they have it all together, but we know that life is more than that picture on Instagram or that job title. And there's so many layers to each of us and everybody has a challenge somewhere, even if it doesn't show up to the public eye as much.
0: They're leveraging that challenge. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the the gift of how they're able to show up the way they are. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't mean that they don't have the challenge.
1: Right. I also
0: wanted to explore a little bit how we define success, because it can be really scary sometimes to put yourself out there. Yet that's the only way we really are going to achieve success on our own terms. I know you do work with people feeling overwhelmed and not taking those first steps because they want success. They're looking at somebody else and they're going, "If, if I have to work that hard or give up that much, maybe I don't want it. And instead, success could look like something very different for them. Let's talk a little bit more about how you work with people to understand what success
1: means for them. It's a great question. And it ties a lot into, like you said, what we've been talking about with, you know, that there's a lot of layers to a person and it's not just one element that might equate to a success and success can evolve so much too, right? specifically with fitness clients, you know, someone might start out and be like, I need to wear a size blank and that is going to be success for me. And then you start working with them and you realize, you know, they're not sleeping well and they're totally stressed and overwhelmed and they've taken on too much and really success for them turns out to be, "Oh my gosh, I'm getting more than 7 hours of sleep a night and I took this one task off my plate and it made a world of difference." And that becomes the success which might end up letting them lose the weight that that's been so cooped up in them, so to speak with the stressors. Uh, So just to give an example there, I think that idea that success evolves and to not get so held up on, oh, well, this is what success was for me a decade ago. And I can't let that go because then I won't be successful because then I will have changed what I know is success. But it's no, it, it is an evolving Thing. It's an evolving idea. There is really no solid definition because it is something that's in each of us. And success for one person is going to be totally different for another. Uh, Some people really like clear, you know, success for me is losing 50 pounds, having a job that pays this, and having two kids and a house in the suburbs, you're whatever it is. Whereas success for someone else might be my family's happy and healthy so I am too. I don't think anyone's definition, if it comes from the heart is better or worse. It's just what your values are. So going back to what are your priorities, what are your values and reminding ourselves of those things, because it's so easy. I mean, we live in such a busy time too. It's so easy to get on that train and keep going I use that reference a lot just in my own life I'm like oh I'm on the train today and it is we are going and then when we jump off that train for a moment we're able to reassess and go back and remind ourselves is this helping me is this leading me to whatever this version of success is or not
0: we all have our own north star and Mm Even when it feels like you're not doing something significant or important, if it's meaningful to you and it makes you feel good, you show up in the world in a different way. And that alone starts to unlock opportunities.
1: Yes. And that's huge. That idea of you show up in the world in a different way. When you are working towards your purpose, if you want to call it that, your passions or that thing that lights the fire within you, you do, you absolutely show up in a different way. You even just like stand taller. There's an energy about you. And that that it's attracting to, to people and and all of that like good energy, so to speak, for sure.
0: Tell us a little bit about what it's like to work with you and what you can help people unlock in their potential.
1: With the, the health industry, I love working with clients, especially from the health coaching perspective. You know, I've worked with clients in group settings, one-on-one in fitness centers, and then health coaching. And something that's so special about the health coaching is a lot of it's by phone and we you can be anywhere because so much of fitness is that kind of decoding the overwhelm, breaking things down, seeing what works for an individual, because there's every marketing company is telling us that we need to buy this because it will fix our problems and it will help us lose the weight, or you need this gym tool in order to sculpt your body. And really there's never a one size fits all. Every client is so different. I have something that works amazingly for one client, does not work at all for another. And uncovering those things are so huge in people just launching forward in their health journey, finding energy again, just learning about themselves and how food affects them and how moving their body affects them and and there's so much that you can dive into, which I get so excited about, because it's so wonderful to get to see someone who has been struggling with something for years to finally say, Oh my gosh, this one change has made such a difference. And again, going back to that idea of creating the habits, it doesn't have to be every part of your life is different now. And you have to be thinking constantly about what you're eating and how many steps you're getting and all of that. There's so much that we can do that are small steps or moments in our days that will pay off big time over time. So that's definitely something I love to do working with clients. And another one is workshops because it gets to show different groups of people. It gets to open their eyes to new ways to move their body. I I have a virtual series called the 101 series where it's three different courses and it's Pilates 101, Hit 101, and Bar 101. And, you know, before the pandemic I was doing these in person and then to create it online. It's been so neat to uh, to hear their feedback of, wow, I never tried Pilates before because I was intimidated. And now I've gone through the 101 workshop and stopped and rewound and reviewed. And I, there's a PDF that goes with it. And people say, I get it now. And wow, it feels so good in my body. And I don't feel scared to walk into a group fitness class. I guess the overarching theme of everything, if you can't already tell, is that I just love to see something light someone up and it's it's wonderful because our health is just such the foundation for everything else in life you know if we're uh, dragging every day then we can't show up to be that unapologetic advocate for ourselves in the rest of our life
0: i always like to say how you do anything is how you do everything so mm, starting yeah. with something like fitness that maybe feels more accessible and approachable because it isn't about success in your career, but as you begin to build healthy habits, as you get stronger, as you get more rest, you take better care of yourself, those skills
1: translate then. 100%. 100%. Like when you feel good, doesn't that affect just every part of your day? And the flip side, right? When you're like, like, think of it when we're sick, right? everything's harder. And a lot of us are walking around sick in some way, shape or form because of what we're putting in our body every day or that we're not moving it. We're not getting that blood flowing. I always like to say so absolutely spot on there.
0: Thank you so much for sharing this. I I loved having this conversation about how we can be doing lots of different things and yet they're all connected when we find our through line and our North Star. And we just keep doing what we love, not necessarily following somebody else's recipe, that we get momentum just by taking even a small action every day. And then the last part about how the body keeps score. So when we take care of our body, it starts to then elevate our emotional state, our mental state, our spiritual state. So you can work it from the body up, not just from the mental state down, which is what a lot of people try to do.
1: That was the best summary, Angela. Yes. Thank you so much. How can people
0: find you if they would like to work with you?
1: So the easiest way is my website, katecharicello.com. And I'm sure the spelling will be in the show notes. That'll also give you the link to both the performing side, but the fitness as well. The fitness company is called Be By Kate, B-E-B-Y-K-A-T-E. And online, you can find me at positively underscore Kate on Instagram to follow Be The Good With Kate as well. And that, of course, can be found on all podcast platforms. I learned a lot
0: today from Kate, and I know that you did too. And I know she would so appreciate it if you would share your insights and your ah ahas with her. Definitely check out all of the good work that she's doing. And if you're feeling like you need a little bit of a boost and maybe you need to take a divergent path, check out some of Kate's offerings. So thank thank you you so much today. Loved, loved our chat.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Angela. I really appreciate your time and I look forward to hearing from people. I love celebrating those aha moments for sure.
0: Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.